0: Welcome to the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast, I'm Kieran Hearn. So, yesterday was Derby Day of course, big game in the footballing calendar for us Wickham fans and probably for some Oxford fans as well, you know who you are out there. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday. Obviously, a nil-nil draw. We started very well. First half, I thought we were brilliant. We were much the better side first half. Oxford were constantly on the back foot. We were doing everything right. It was just, you know, like, a beater, McCleary, putting beautiful... Even JJ, Grimmer, they were all putting beautiful balls into the box, but no one was there. No one was getting on the end of it. It was just frustrating to watch. I mean, I was in and out of my seat so much that I could not believe what I was seeing. Like, literally, how they could not stick the ball in the net was beyond me. Um, I feel, though, in terms of, like, the crosses and things like that with the set plays, the corners, wherever we're playing, whether it's at home, away, it's too predictable. Like, they all, like, you know, whoever's on the pitch, like, Vokes, uh, Stewart... Tafazzoli, even Bayo, when he's on the pitch, they all go towards like the back back post, and it's too predictable. Like scatter them across the six yard area, so like if the ball goes over one person, the other person is behind them to uh, attack the ball and potentially stick it in the back of the net. So I think that's something Gareth needs to really address on the training ground: is the set plays the, on the corners, particularly. Is the delivery into the box, like where the players are positioning, is definitely something he needs to address, in my opinion. Uh, The stats, for me, over the whole game, were pretty poor. They were not great at all. 33% possession, that's just bad. I mean, in the second half, we looked like... The players looked like uh, a parent... We're treating the ball like a parent who's just taking their a, a kid's toy away from them and The kids started crying, and then the parent starts to feel really bad and gives it back to them. That's the way I felt we were with with the ball. It was like, oh my god, we're taking the ball away from. Them. Give it them back, you know that that sort of thing. And it's just that's the that's the way I felt about it. I don't know how everybody else felt about it, but I was increasingly frustrated by that. It was just oh my god. But. In the hot, like nine nine shots, two on target. It's pretty poor, considering the amount of balls went into the box, the amount of ta- attacking chances that were created. McCleary in the last ten minutes, he had a, he was like literally had the ball just outside the six yard area. He could have taken the shot of the, just had a shot. He could have just gone for it, had a shot. If he, from where I saw it, if he put that in the far corner on target, that's a goal. The keeper's not saving that, and he chose to cross it. And I was actually like, I was just like, he should have took the shot there. Because what have you got to lose? From that point, what have you got to lose? You know, you take the shot, you miss. Okay, you know. You take the shot, you put it wide. It's a goal kick. It's not, you know. If you score, you're the, you're the man of the game. You know, you're, you're the hero of the game. You know. But, hey-ho. Um, but, yeah, I mean the corners again say eight corners we were not able to capitalize on them at all so for me that is very poor 15 fouls i mean don't get me wrong the ref yesterday was shocking he's got to be the worst ref i've seen across the football league like i'm the i'm surprised oxford ended that game with 11 men like literally like it took him about how many... It took him about, like, what, three or four times before he booked the keeper for not taking the free kick from where he was meant to. Like, he should have been in the book... Like, when he booked him, he should have been in the book ten minutes ago for for that. Uh, So, like... And it's just, for me, with our attacking chances, it's Wickham, it's our lack of confidence. It's like... We're scared to take the shot at the goal. We're, we're, you know, unless it's like, you know, from six yards out, we're, we're too scared. We don't want to take the shot. It's like we're afraid to take the shot because we're worried we're going to miss. Don't think about that. Take the shot. You miss. It's okay. You try again. It's fine. But I just don't know. It's really just... Really nervous, you know? Really... Oh, really nervous like... Like, even though you didn't want to score, like, even though, obviously, it's the object of the game, but it was almost like they were too scared to put the ball in the net. It was, I don't really know. It's just we really lacked confidence going forward. I felt there wasn't no, enough motivation there. Um, you know, there was there was no, not enough motivation on the field. I think definitely the absence of um, Mimetti, of course, like, you know, the bit of, bit of extra pace in the midfield. Not saying we didn't have that on the pitch, but it but I feel like Mumeti brings a sort of spark, a bit more of a spark to the midfield play. So I feel like if also if Gareth had brought on Horgan maybe five minutes earlier, I feel like we could have probably gone on and won the game. So we'll 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 see about that for the next game. We'll see what happens. Um but like I say, like the number of fouls committed uh, by oxford there was like two that should have been red cards—it was unbelievable, I and mean, he gave it a yellow. Seriously, I—I I was actually, I'm actually after the game, I was actually considering writing a email to the EFL saying about this, saying that review it, like review all the game, every single game. Like, review all, like, League 1, League 2 games for the standard of the refereeing. And if you think it's okay, crack on. But we, the fans, don't think it's okay. I mean, it's probably not just us. It's it's clubs everywhere. Like, the, the standard of the EFL officials in League 1, League 2 is poor, in my opinion. It's really poor. Like, I don't know. But in... In this, uh, I mean, there was a situation where we had a throw-in and, what was it, um, I think it was uh, Scourham threw the ball back to Grimmer to take the throw-in. Uh, the Oxford United player, I don't know his name, he's wearing number 42, kicked the ball further away. It, yeah, went, went past him, he kicked the ball further away from Grimmer. The ref should have booked him for that. He should have done. It's time-wasting. He should have booked him. But he didn't. I don't think he even had a word with him. I don't know about you lot, but yesterday I found it a very, very frustrating game because that ref made it made the game frustrating. Of course, we had that ch- uh, another chance in the last ten minutes with Dave. We getting the ball with the ball inside the box. He did go to ground. Was it a penalty? Was it not? The ref again chose to wave it off, said it wasn't a penalty. Uh I if I could, I would like another I would love another look at that from, you know, every angle if possible, but we'll see what happens. Some of these um Oxford United players though, they are very arrogant. You you see it in them like literally like it was a typical derby game. It was like they were proper like it like Oxford United bunch of bullies they really are they're such bullies like literally it was like if you wanted to compare it to another team it was like Leeds United under, under Dom Revy in the early 1970s it was proper you know it's bullying it, it was a proper Derby day uh, game don't get me wrong it was proper like they're gonna go at each other but I know I don't know but I mean what's it Curtis Thompson got books for uh I think it was him having an argument with a um auction night player, to be honest, sometimes I think football should be like um should be like uh ice hockey where if the players have got a problem with each other, they're arguing over it. Let them fight each other, let them sort it out, it's done. You know? They've had their go at each other, it's done. But of course we don't work like that over here. We're we're different. (laughs) But hey ho, I mean but yeah, that um that number nine, Matty Taylor for Oxford United. Like, he just, I, I i don't even know where to begin, really. He was, like, protesting about everything when he wasn't even fouled. So, a fair chance, he went to ground too easy. He's getting out of muscle. You need to put some more muscles on him. He's puny. I think, what's it, Anthony Stewart floored him. He went down rolling around, expecting a foul. Got up, like, arms in the air. And the ref waves it off. And he just wasn't happy about it, but hey ho, that's the way it goes. I mean, I'm glad we came away with, uh, came away with something. We came away with a point. We should have really had all three. A clean sheet. That is that has been a rarity this season for us. A clean sheet in all competitions. I heard the I heard uh someone on the fan group say about Sam Vokes. So like, are we happy with how he's performing? Are we not? I'd say give him time. I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he's come to a new club, he's still settling in, give him a bit of time, you know, we, we'll see what happens. I mean, he he scored, you know, he scored once, twice this season, give him a bit of time, touch wood, he'll, he'll get on the score sheet a lot more. So, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, uh... Hopefully, um, we'll see the likes of, uh... We'll see the likes of Ollie Pendlebury playing again soon. Uh, I think um, if some of these players who don't play can excel in like the EFL Trophy games, obviously Gareth will take notes and he'll he'll pick them. I feel like um, for me, I feel like uh, John Abia. He was brilliant in the first half of the game. He was outstanding, but I feel like. Like 10 minutes into the second half, he was sort of losing his stride a bit. And I feel like that's where I feel like Gareth should have taken him him off and brought Horgan on. He should have brought on Horgan a lot earlier, like I said. But um, it's all this like, I mean, I feel like also there was a lack of communication on the pitch. You know, there wasn't a lot of communication. They weren't talking to each other, which constantly resulted in losing the ball, which resulted in almost conceding conceding a goal. And I I really just don't like the way they were backing off of players. Like, literally, Oxford had a chance where we were just backing off from him, allowing him to get to the eighteen-yard box. He has a shot. Stockdale makes a brilliant save. But it's because they weren't closing him down. They were letting him gain ground. And he was like, right. And the more you let a player gain ground, the more they're going to get confident. And the more... The more chance they've got of scoring. So... I don't know. I feel like if we do that against, like, even against, like, Man City in the EFL Cup or even Charlton next Saturday, it's going to be, it's just going to be a massive problem. And I think Gareth needs to address that. And I hope he does. Touch wood for Charlton next week. We can have a few, uh, Gareth may shake up the team a little bit. I hope against Charlton, maybe uh, Horgan starts. Have Horgan and McCleary on uh, either, either side, of course. On either wing. Touch wood. And, um, obviously, Mimetti's still suspended at the minute. See, for me, that whole suspension with Mimetti was poorly timed. I just don't... How you can decide to suspend someone six days later... I don't get it. Like... I, I just don't understand that, to be honest. But hey-ho, that's the EFL for you. They're, they just don't get anything. So, anyway. But we'll see how we perform for Charlton, of course. Uh, Hopefully, some players can step up to the mark again. And we'll see what happens. So, I hope to see you all down there for next Saturday. Obviously, um... I, I was glad I was just glad that we had games go to yesterday because, of course, I was massively frustrated when um, the Ipswich game was called off because of international call ups. I wouldn't mind international break if uh, the home nations played more like entertaining football. I saw like the last twenty minutes of that Poland game for England. It was poor. It was so poor. Like. That is why I just don't like international break, because the quality of of not just England but Wales, Scotland, Norway it's so boring, which is why probably myself and many of you out there don't like international break because the quality of our international teams are just so poor. So like I say, glad to glad that's international breaks over and done with for another couple of weeks. And um, we can crack on to Charlton next week. Hope to see you all down at Adams Park. This has been the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I'm Kieran Hunt. Thank you for joining.